Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decisions presents the DFS lineup lock hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Lineup lock live DFS DFS. All right, Cam Stewart has left the building. Uh, Syracuse. And Western Michigan have left the building at 6 o'clock. Yet, uh, let's check in uh, right now. Now, I apologize. Now, listen. Let's just be real here anyway. If you're some sort of baseball numbers guy, whatever, man. You probably don't care what I say anyways about uh, DraftKings and baseball. Even though I have a couple of good picks tonight. <laughs> At least college football, hey. I know what the hell I'm talking about here, right? I don't think Drew... It, I almost want to call Dinkmeyer now. We don't call him, though. We got him on Monday. Actually, the following Monday. I don't think Dinkmeyer would be playing this right now, actually. I don't think Dinkmeyer would be playing the college stuff. Maybe, you know, does he have an algorithm figured out for it yet? Now, tonight's, you know, we'll get into Saturday's DK um, from, from a college football perspective. And we'll talk about tonight's uh, card here. Now, like I said, the Syracuse game's already off the board. But they have, they have a six-game slate. And it's an interesting format uh, with DraftKings. And unfortunately, I can't play it right now. Like, I just, I, you know, whatever, man. I don't know. I, I, I never even know what damn state I'm in, let alone city anymore. I forgot. Ooh, I can't do it in New York. It's like, uh, I, it's like it, it won't, won't let me from my location. <laughs> I don't know if it still thinks I'm in Vegas or what the hell is going on here. And it's weird. Like, it let me play another league. I don't know. Like I said, I got to shut my computer down and restart. I think my computer's getting messed up, man. It's in Jersey. It's in New York. It's in Nevada. It's in Canada. It's like, it's all over the place. But nevertheless, I just tried to, uh, to put something in, and it said, you can't play. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll wait till I get on the other side of the water then, you son of a bitches. And I don't blame the book, but, you know, I blame the government. The government, man. They got a six slate college uh, board here. You got Army and Duke, Utah State, Michigan State, San Diego State, Stanford, Western Kentucky and Wisconsin, Portland State and Nevada, and then the uh, the Mile High Battle up there in 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 uh, in Denver with Colorado and Colorado State on a neutral field. They play where the uh, the Broncos play. Neutral field in Denver. Because neither Colorado or Colorado State are from Denver, right? Colorado State are like straight, man. It's up there in Fort Collins. And uh, Colorado's in Boulder. And uh, Colorado's one of the biggest party party schools by far and out of, you know, all of them. Everyone thinks Arizona State's the biggest party school. And it's it's up there, Arizona State. They have a lot of hot chicks there. But the fact is, even they're, like, tired of that. They're like, you know, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah, we party a bit, but there's actually a school here, too. 
um, to be honest, people don't really realize it, but the biggest partying school, the biggest party school in America is Wisconsin. Is Wisconsin. We'll play tonight. We're going to get to them right here in a second. Wisconsin's the biggest party school. Iowa is a very big party school. Basically, like, where it's cold and they got nothing to do. You know, they throw it down. Michigan's a pretty good party school, but Michigan's a pretty good real school, too. But, you know, the Big Ten's a party conference, I guess. You know, what do you want me to say? Uh, so, anyways, so looking at the board here tonight, something, the first thing that catches my eye here, and it's interesting formats, all right? So, you got a quarterback, you got two running backs, you got three wide receivers, you got a flex, you got a super flex. The super flex... The super flex is either quarterback, running back, or wide receiver. So where I'm going with this is in this DraftKings format, you can have two quarterbacks. You can have your quarterback, and then you can have your super flex quarterback. Yet in college football, it's not necessarily an automatic that the quarterback, you know, this is the NFL. The NFL, you got two quarterbacks. You're like, ooh, that's pretty good. You know, I mean, if you're able to put two quarterbacks, because the quarterbacks pretty much have the, you know, they're going to guarantee you to get you 20 DK points, 25, 30, et cetera, and upward. You don't really know with other positions, right? But in college, it's a little bit different only because teams run the ball so much. Now, a great example of this is Hornerbrook. Hornerbrook is the, the, the quarterback for the Wisconsin Badgers. These guys are 37-point favorites tonight. All right, so you figure, well, the quarterback on a team that's 37-point favorites probably going to put some pretty good numbers up. Yes and no. He could, but let's be real. This game is all about Jonathan Taylor. And and this is something I want to talk about to you guys. If, for, if you're playing, you're starting to play college football. And listen, they didn't have it last year. And, you know, we, we played this a couple of years ago before they pulled it. Did this in college basketball. We were pretty good at it. So this is brand new. But where I'm telling you guys, and every every week is different. But this week, look look at these games. We have a lot of mismatches, right? Like Nevada's playing Portland State, big mismatch. Wisconsin's playing uh, Western Kentucky, big mismatch. And you got, you got uh, Stanford and San Diego State. That's the best game of the night. Now, there's a lot of lower totals on the board here tonight, too. So let's take a look at the totals and see where we all right. Where where are we looking to stack? What's the correlation? What are we looking at here? Well, Utah State, Michigan State, smash mouth game. There could be points in this game, but at the same point in time, they're two physical football teams. Michigan State's defense is very nasty. You know, Western Kentucky and Wisconsin, the total's 52. Yet I think the game's gonna sail over to 52. I think Wisconsin's probably gonna put up 52 on their own. You got Colorado State and Colorado is the highest total of the board of the, on the board of the night. It's 65 and a half, uh, highest by far. Yet, like we talked about it earlier, Colorado State kind of suck. And Colorado only have five returning starters on offense. So who are you taking? You're really gambling then. You're really risking it. And you get Army and Duke, which is the lowest total of the night of 46. Now, when you look at these early games, you know what this comes down to tonight? I look at this. The first thing that jumps off the page of me is like, all right. All right, so you got a, you got a six-game slate here tonight. First thing I looked, I went right to the running backs. How much is Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor is $10,200. So if we're going to spend money here, where I'm going with this is we're going to spend money at the running back position in college. 
these college kids, these college quarterbacks, you don't really know what they're going to give you unless they're star players in run-and-gun systems. We know what we're going to get from Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is going to kill it tonight, all right? And where I'm going with this is Jonathan Taylor is playing tonight, as is Bryce Love. Now, the difference is, and this is always the case, because whatever, Wisconsin are a bunch of partying, cheese-eating wusses. They don't want to play anybody ever. Wisconsin never booked tough out of conference games. You know, and then they're always in the, in the Big Ten champion. Oh, look, they're better in Michigan than these guys. No, they're not. They just never play anybody. So a great example is, look, so this is the chase for the Heisman tonight. And these guys are favorites for the Heisman. All right? Like, these guys are right there. And their coaches know this. Like, the coach of Wisconsin knows, hey, I can get Taylor more yards and touchdowns tonight. It's an automatic than I will be able to in a couple of weeks against Penn State. Right? Like, this is the numbers. This is the stat, this is the stat padding game. And we're going to get to this in the next segment about uh, tomorrow's uh, slate with Drew Locke and, 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 and Missouri. But basically, Taylor and Love, these guys are rivals for the Heisman Trophy. All right? And it's not just, all oh, they're playing tonight. No, 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 no. Both these guys, like, want the Heisman Trophy. All right? And they're, they're right there. Jonathan Taylor is the favorite to win the Heisman at 7-1. to one. Bryce Love is the, the co-favorite at 8-1. to one. This is a battle. And don't think, you know, listen, you're going to hear this mentioned a couple of times tonight about their Heisman hopes. I know it sounds crazy that we're talking about the Heisman when, when, when we're just starting the season right now. But as I stated, this is where you get the head start for the Heisman. If you want to win the Heisman Trophy, you need the media hype coming in. Number one, you need the media hype coming in, and then you need to put up six stupid numbers for a couple of weeks to get you in that conversation. And it's going to start tonight. You're going to hear it tonight on ESPN after the games. Jonathan Taylor supporting his Heisman favorite cause with four rushing touchdowns and 270 yards on the ground. Not to be outdone, Bryce Love. See, the thing is, Bryce Love has a tougher slate, though. It's harder to run and rack up sick numbers against San Diego State than it is against Western Kentucky. Yet, Bryce Love is that good, and I think there's going to be points on, on the board here tonight. So, I, you know, I think that it's almost a necessity that you spend the money, you pay up here for the running backs, and then we'll sort of hope for the best if we can uh, with the quarterback uh, situation. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, the, guy, the guy's a beast, right? The guy's a beast. Then we get into Bryce Love. They said, you know, San Diego State's a good defensive football team. So I'm not, I'm not in love, pardon the pun, with picking on San Diego State, but the fact of the matter is Bryce Love is that damn good. Right? Bryce Love is that good, and he's going to put up sick, sick all-around numbers. So we don't really have a choice here as far as I see it. What can I do? Now, it costs us a lot of money to do this. Now, for the record, you don't play a defense or special teams when you play this. Um, you know, there's no defense or special teams here. So, listen, we just spent 10200 on on Taylor. We spent 9700 on Love. Now we're going to have to find some value at the quarterback position tonight. And it's not with Lewerke, with, uh, with Michigan State. Ganji, man. Ganji. He's 10-4, a little bit too pricey. Montez is 9-5 with Colorado. Too pricey. Lombardi. 
Jones. Daniel Jones put up some pretty nice fantasy numbers last year for the Duke Blue Devils. He's $9,100, although I'd like a little cheaper. You know what? I don't think anyone's going to own Hornerbrook because they're going to think Hornerbrook never throws a damn football, so why will we take him? Although Hornerbrook can throw the football. Hornerbrook can throw the football. Now who's the who's the value quarterback of the night here tonight? Who's the value uh, quarterback of the night? You know, we could make an argument, I think. The kid uh, Samuels. The kid Samuels on Colorado State. Now, listen, they put some points up, and the fact of the matter is, I think that Colorado are going to be ahead in this game. So Colorado State could be playing from behind. You got KJ Costello at $7,300. I like the over of that game. I think it's just sort of. uh... The Portland State quarterback, all right? The Portland State quarterback is $5,000. That game, that game is going, um, that game's going to be a track meet. And they're going to be playing from behind. So you can put some numbers up. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> Excuse me. My throat's damn dry, man. Air conditioners and hotel rooms. I don't know what the hell's going on in here. I think there is some sort of cooling venting system or something. Get into me. You know what I think I'm going to do here? Let's think outside the box a little bit, all right? It's how you make money. Let's go with the Army quarterback, Hopkins. Hopkins Jr., We know the kid's going to be there. We know he's going to run the ball. He's going to run the ball. You know, he's $6,600, though. I, I could live with it. Hornerbrook at 79. Yeah, Wisconsin going to run the ball, but he's going he's gonna to throw a touchdown or two. But ultimately, let's go with K.J. Costello. Listen, I'm banking on Stanford. This is where I'm betting against the algorithm of DraftKings, essentially. They've got KJ Costello at $7,300. I think that they've got this game underpriced. I think they are correlating this with a total at 48 and a half, 49. Yet I think that this game could get into the high 50s, into the 60s. Yeah, Bryce Love is going to run the ball, but, you know, I think Costello's the guy here. I think Costello's the guy at $7,300. But now we're going to have to find a little bit more, some more value. At the wide receiver position. And you got Cal Walker, $3,900 from Army. And, you know, the, the, the Army ground game is really tough to stop, guys, right? You know, you, if this kid could get some carries... Listen, he rushed for 629 yards last year, 86 carries. He's moved up the depth chart in the roster. The thing is, the touchdowns just aren't there. But for $3,900, we've got to squeeze him in here. He could be our flex. Kel Walker, running back, Army. 
running back, Army, Kel Walker. Yes, sir. Now we need three wide receivers and a super flex. Super freak, super freak. We need a super flex and three wide receivers. But the problem is we only have an average of $4,725 left. We're going to have to find more Kel Walkers in the $3,900 range. And we found a bunch for tomorrow, but tonight's a little trickier. Lucky Jackson. Man, college football has just got the best names. How the hell do you not like that name? Lucky Jackson. Lucky Jackson, Western uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. They are going to get killed in this game. So they will be playing from behind. I'd like to get some exposure to the Nevada wide receivers. Mannix is too expensive. McLean Mannix, real expensive at $8,700. We're going to need uh, some cheaper guys here. We'll continue the conversation on the other side of the break. Great to have college football back, though. I already have my lineup selected for tomorrow, right? So we won't be, hey, what about this guy? What about that guy? But, hey, let's talk college football and uh, keep the tweets coming. I'll talk about whatever college football game you want. Game time decisions continue. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Lineup Block Live continues. Caden Smith, Stanford, $4,000 wide receiver. He'll be in our lineup. We're going to Kel Walker. We're getting there. We just need a wide receiver and a super freak, super flex. Get a little exposure to this Colorado Buffalo offense here. And like I told you guys, man, the college names are the best. LaVisca Cheneau. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to roll the dice here. $4,600, LaVisca Cheneau. I feel like uh, Adam Silver like the draft here, like <laughs> reading these names you don't really know. LaVisca Cheneau, uh, Colorado. Now, LaVisca Cheneau Jr., uh, that is, which leaves us $4,600 for our flex slash super flex. We should be able to get a running back or something in here. Who can we get? Who can we get? What do we got? What do we got? Not a whole hell of a lot. Come on, man. There's got to be a Nevada wide receiver. Yeah, give me a Nevada wide receiver here that's for 4600 bucks. Ugh. Diane Henley. Nah, I need something better than this. Ugh. Okay, so we got KJ Costello at quarterback. Stanford, KJ Costello quarterback. We got Jonathan Taylor running. We got a kick-ass team here, guys, man. All right? But we got to get this right. So we got KJ Costello, a quarterback. We got Jonathan Taylor, a running back. 
And if anyone tuning in right now or on Twitter says, hey, if you got a super flex guy for $4,600, I'm all ears here, all right? I'm throwing this together on the fly. I didn't realize, look, we, we were talking about the games from a betting perspective. I have a DraftKings lineup set up for, for tomorrow's games already. And I was like, oh, look, they, they got a six-game contest coming up here. A six-game contest that I can't get in because I'm in the state of New York right now. Yeah, the same thing, man. I got to bet in Jersey, too. People are like, why are you going to live in Jersey? Because I can bet and I can play fantasy sports. All right. So um, I got Taylor. I got Bryce Love, Jay McIntyre, Jay McIntyre, Colorado uh, Buffaloes. I think he's the kid's, uh, he's the coach's son, one of the wide receivers. Caden Smith, wide receiver, Stanford. Chanel Jr., wide receiver, Colorado. My flex is Kel Walker. Running back, Army. Now I got a super flex for $4,600. Man, it's just not a lot of freaking options, man. I'm going to have to find something. Not a lot of choices here. Trevion Armstrong, Nevada is what we were looking for. No, he's not really the one I wanted, but. Let's see, Armstrong. 4,200. Yeah, we can afford him at least. There it is. There we go. KJ Costello is a good team, guys. Trust me. It's good. We got, you got damage here. Big damage. Costello's going to put up big numbers. Taylor, you have to own him. He's the Russell Westbrook play of the night. Bryce Love. Uh, Bryce loves $9,700, and he averages 28.5 DK points, most on the board here out of any of these guys. All right, so I told you I got a lineup. Uh, we took a look at tomorrow's slate, too, and tomorrow's interesting because tomorrow they got a 16-game slate. All right, so you got a lot of options on the board here in a 16-game slate. Yeah, where I was looking here, I, you know, let's start off with Drew Locke, quarterback Drew Locke, Missouri Tigers. They get Tennessee Martin in this football game. Yeah, he, he threw 44 touchdowns last year. 13 interceptions. There's talk. There's talk that Drew Locke uh, will be a top five pick, maybe the top uh, top quarterback taken in the National Football League draft. He's sort of the it guy you're going to keep your eye on this year in Drew Locke. This Missouri team intrigues me. For the record, I like their win total over to six and a half, all right? Over their last six games of the season last year, they averaged 51 points a game, guys. They averaged 51 points a game in the SEC. You know, look, they pretty much like they, they played Idaho midseason, and that was sort of the turnaround. They lost 53-28 to Georgia. Then they played against Idaho, and it was 68-21. Then they hung 52 on UConn at UConn, 52-12. All right. Then they hung 45 on the Florida Gators, man. Then they hung a 50 spot on Tennessee. Then they dropped 45 on Vandy, 48 on Arkansas. Right. They lost their bowl game to Texas. But you see, you see where I'm going with this. You, you see where you see where I'm going with this. Like monster numbers, man. You know, Drew Locke put up 41 uh, DK points against Arkansas, 25 against Vanderbilt, 23 against Tennessee. Now, this game is against um, Tennessee Martin. 
So it's not really going to be a competitive game. But as I was talking about earlier with the Heisman stuff, Drew Locke is also in the Heisman talk. And he's also in the first overall pick talk. And it's all hype, guys. It's all numbers, this stuff. It's all like, you know, you want ESPN boasting about, oh, look at what you did. And, oh, you threw this and uh, you did that. I expect Drew Locke to throw for four touchdowns tomorrow, maybe five. This isn't like, oh, they're going to play him like a preseason game where he'll play the first half and they're up. No. He's going to go out there and throw six touchdown passes and try to, like, kill it and put up crazy-ass numbers. He might not play in the fourth quarter, like, you know, half in the fourth quarter or something like that, but they don't really pull kids in college that early. You know, it's college football. They're there to shine and put numbers up. So, you know, you got some options at the quarterback position tomorrow. You've got some options at a quarterback. Just let's take a look at the prices. Listen, Kyler Murray is the most expensive quarterback, all right, on the board. $11,900. Now, Kyler Murray, of course, Oklahoma Sooner, he was a quarterback with Texas A&M. He was okay. He wasn't great. I did an ESPN radio hit earlier in the day, and they they were talking to me about this football game with, with FAU and, and Kyler Murray, and I said, let me ask you guys something. I said, do you think Kyler Murray is going to be drafted in the top nine in the NFL draft? No, he's not. All right? Kyler Murray's a better baseball player than he is a football player. He's a hell of a football player, too. Hell of an athlete. I'm not, you know, the guy, the kid's amazing. But the thing thing with with Murray is $11,900 is his first game. It's Oklahoma's first game of the year. They lost their, uh, their big man in Orlando Brown. Offensive lineman Orlando Brown Jr., six foot eight, three hundred and sixty pounder. I, you know, to me, I'm not playing nine, uh, eleven thousand nine hundred dollars for Murray here. Now the total's high at seventy two. I get it, but there's other options. All right, Haskins, the Dwayne Haskins. To me, Dwayne Haskins. Listen, I think he's better than JT Barrett is. I think he's better than JT Barrett is, but we were talking about earlier in which the running backs are the guys that put the numbers up. So I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins here. Dobbins had uh, you know 1,400 yards rushing last year, 1,403 to be exact. They scored eight touchdowns. He's also in you know one of the front runners for the Heisman Trophy as well. He's in the mix. You know they're going to want him to be in the mix, even though there'll be some resentment. I don't think they're going to uh, they're going to vote for Buckeye players. And Urban Meyer's talking again. Just, man, it's amazing what a scumbag he is. And, like, he just wants you to know he's a scumbag. For the record, Urban Meyer's not sorry anymore. He's not sore. He never apologized. He basically said, you know, just to clarify, I didn't never apologize. I never did anything wrong. And, you know, I'm not sorry. And, you know, I found out last night. I didn't realize this. So, you know, he got suspended for three games, Urban Meyer. Of course, he's back in time for conference play. He gets suspended for three games. Did you know he's allowed to prepare the team? Like, he's allowed to be at practice and stuff. He just can't be at the games. I don't think he's allowed to be at the practice this week, but he can for the next two weeks. Like, this is um, Ohio State's punishment. It's pretty pretty bold of Ohio State not to let Urban Meyer coach a game in which they're 39-point favorites in. And then next week, oh, you got Rutgers, is it? So conference game. Oh, you better be able to prepare the team, or I think they play, what, they get TCU? Oh, you better be able to prepare the team. Like, Ohio State, listen, I'm a Michigan fan, so I've never really liked you, but 
I, I never really looked at you as like a bunch of sort of smut sleaze peddlers. But that's 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 who you are. That's who you are. You got the wrestling cover up thing going on and this Urban Meyer stuff. It's amazing to me, though, because you were willing to throw the brothers out of the bus pretty damn quick to forget to free a couple of tattoos. You got to love Ohio State. You get a couple of free tattoos and man, that's the end of the world if you're a kid. If you're a head coach and your best friend's beating the shit out of his wife all the time and then you lie about it at a press conference repeatedly, ain't no problem. But you can't coach against Oregon State in week one. It's a joke. Ohio State, you're a joke. You're a pathetic joke. The fact that Urban Meyer spoke today, the fact that Urban Meyer didn't say I'm embarrassed by Zach Smith's tweets, the assistant coach Zach Smith's been running his mouth on Twitter now. He's like, my wife's not a victim and going off. He's like, you know, leave my kids out of it as he posts a picture of his kid. Zach Smith's an idiot. You figure Urban Meyer would want to distance himself. Instead, Urban Meyer's like, oh, by the way, you know, I got suspended, but not because I did anything wrong. You know, I just want to let you know that. You know, you're, 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 you know, the best way of putting this, Urban Meyer, you, Urban Meyer, are an asshole. That's the best, like, that's the best wording I can put for this. You're a scumbag. You're a sleaze. You're sleazy. I don't think I'm saying anything litigious. This is all in my own personal opinion. You recruit murderers. You're non-apologetic about it. And you recruit a bunch of players that you wouldn't let your own daughter hang around. but uh, Or coaches, I should say, because that's not even your players' fault. And I'm not saying every kid on Ohio State's a gangster. Uh, they were on Florida. It spoke, spoke for itself. But you're... Your, your, your attitude and, and Zach Smith's attitude, it's beyond pathetic, man. And the NCAA as well. I want to get to this. Suddenly cameras just popped on. Just briefly, I guess. Well, yeah, leave them on. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go video for this soon, soon enough in a couple of weeks anyways. I see the same thing with the NCAA. I see the NCAA... I'll get this off my chest now because I won't. I want to scare Joe and Rich uh, in, in the morning. I want to talk about the NCAA and Larry Nasser. I'll get it out of the way now. So the NCAA says that um, Michigan State did nothing wrong in Larry Nasser. No, no punishment, no violations, no nothing. Guys, they covered up the sexual molestation of teenage girls for the last eight years, but they did nothing wrong. So what does it mean, like for the NCAA? Does it mean that? Does it mean that as long as you don't do something live on ESPN or live on ABC in front of everybody, you didn't do anything? It's basically, it's the Catholic Church. They have no regard for the kid. They just don't care. It's too big to fail. It's, it's too big to fail. That, that's, that's what it is. So anyways, <laughs> thank you. I got that off my chest. Uh, I do like Dobbins here, though. Listen, I got nothing against Dobbins. Dobbins seems like a good enough kid. I got nothing against him. I think I think your coach is a low life puke, but it's weird too because Urban Meyer actually he's a, he's a guy, a great football coach, and I never disliked Urban Meyer. But you know, there's a saying: when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And I think we can believe it now with Urban Meyer. But Dobbins going to put up massive numbers in this game. We're going to go with Drew Locke at quarterback, Missouri. 
Dobbins is going to be our flex at 10-3 because I want to go cheap. I spent some money at the wide receiver position a little bit. I mixed it up on this team. All right? So I got Drew Locke at quarterback. Drew Locke in Missouri. They're going to they're gonna score like 60 points, 50, you know. He's going to put up big numbers against Tennessee Martin. I'm rolling a dice here with, um, with, uh, with James Cook. Yeah, we got App State and Georgia. Uh, James Cook is um, James Cook is Dalvin Cook's little brother, and supposedly behind the scenes he's like a freak. Now he's like third or third or fourth, I think, on the Georgia Bulldog depth chart. But he's so good that he's going to play immediately. Like he's basically the best one. Like Swift is supposedly the next guy in line. DeAndre Swift. Swift's a little banged up right now. He's supposedly like the next one in line. But the fact of the matter is, this James Cook kid, and the game's going to be a route, so he's going to get some touches. He's $4,300. Don't be surprised if you hear them talking about Dalvin Cook's little brother, James Cook. His nickname's Lil Cook. That's what his Georgia teammates are calling him now. I'm going to go with Nico Evans. Nico Evans racked up like over 200 yards rushing last week. On the road against New Mexico. Yeah, it's against Washington State this time. And that's why he's going to be lower owned. But Wyoming aren't going to want to throw the football. And Washington State are in a little bit of a rebuilding mode right now. So I think Nico Evans at $4,500. Also, we know he's going to get touches, all right? Now we get back to the big ticket items here. We're going to, we're going to uh, stack Drew Locke with Emmanuel Hall, wide receiver, Missouri Tigers. Um, we've also got an affordable Gerard Hurd here. Gerard Hurd, I don't even know if you're a real college football fan, you'll remember Gerard Hurd. Uh, Gerard Hurd played quarterback for the Texas Longhorns about three years ago. And he was okay. He was sort of a mobile quarterback. He wasn't great. And Texas kind of sucks, so they moved him. And uh, he's a wide receiver right now. We're hearing great things about him in camp and about him having more of an impact in the offense. He's been around now. He's more adjusted to being a wide receiver there's going to be points put up on the board in this game against Maryland. I think Hurd at $3,900, he could get a touchdown, you know, a couple, a couple of big plays. He's worth it at $3,900. Now we're going with Vic Wharton the third. Vic Wharton the third. Uh, Cal. Cal, North Carolina. There's going to be some points put up on the board in this football game. And uh, Wharton, hey, Wharton's going to be one of the top wide receivers, man. Last year he had 67 catches. 871 yards, six touchdowns. Um, he's he's higher on the depth chart uh, now. He's climbed the ladder, another year older. So Wharton's going to put some numbers up. Wharton's a good uh, play, actually, at $1,500. We talked about Dobbins and our flex, DeAndre McNeil. McNeil. DeAndre McNeil, Florida Atlantic, $3,100. Going to be a ton of points put up on the board in this football game. FAU's going to be playing from behind. DeAndre McNeil for $3,100, a nice value play right there. So we got James Locke, James Cook, Drew Locke, <laughs> James Locke, Drew Locke, James Cook, Nico Evans, Emmanuel Hall, Gerard Hurd, Vic Wharton, J.K. Dobbins, and DeAndre McNeil. Now, to be honest, I didn't want to look at the front, their first names. I tried to do that, like, bang, bang. Now, we're going from baseball and all these Venezuelan names to uh, to Vic Wharton the third. 
Great to have college football back. Lineup Lock Live continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, ready and rage. Lineup lock live. I am Gabriel Morenci. College football is back. And, uh, man, you, you'd think that, hey, we, we're just a college football show. Don't worry, we'll jump into the NFL next week because the NFL uh, will be back uh, next week as well. Uh, of course, it's Labor Day on Monday. Hey, listen, normally me and Cam would be uh, would be good to go. Yet uh, this Labor Day, it's a little bit uh, different. We're sort of uh, reloading for for the start of the um, for the start of the National Football League uh, season. Things are going to start to get real crazy around here uh, soon. Starting on Tuesday, we will be on with Carton and Friends on a daily basis. Starting this uh, Tuesday, um, we've got uh, we've got a new show, Sports Rage versus the Machine. It's going to be on Wednesday nights. I'm going to be appearing twice a week with the FanDuel show with Greg Sussman and company. We're going to be on Saturday mornings with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello from uh, 10 to 1. And I believe uh, we're doing, uh, I think it's 10 to 1 for NFL. Sorry, 9 to 12 NFL. And I'll be off for like an hour and it'll be on from 1 to like 5 or 4 again. (laughs) So in, in other words, we got a lot going on, right? If you don't like me, then you, you know, the, you're probably going to be listening to another radio station this year. I see there's a, there's tweets out going on out here of uh, Bill Clinton creeping on Ariana Grande at Aretha Franklin's funeral. 2018, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's just such a modern, like, if somebody came back from the past, he'd be like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. I just saw a tweet and a gif and a meme <laughs> of Bill Clinton creeping on Ariana Grande. People be like, well, Ariana who? What? What now? What? what? Who in the what now? <laughs> who, who in the what now? Like, seriously, Bill, you're at a damn funeral, bro. Like, he can't help himself, this guy. I think Bill Clinton really is like the horniest man alive. Like he's going to be at Hillary's funeral and he's going to be hitting on people. Oh, you know, I really could use some comfort after my, this is a real tough, tough loss. You think you could blow me? I do, I do a good Bill Clinton imp- impression, as you can see. I did not have sexual relations with that lady. Oral sex is not sexual relations.
But seriously, Bill, like, did you not, you know, you what, you don't think you're sitting in the damn first row and you're staring at Ariana Grande's ass? It's sort of like Seinfeld, man, with the cleavage. It's like the sun. You take a look, a peek, and then you move on. You know, say, so, hey, if I'm Bill Clinton and I'm in that spot, it's like I look up and I'm like, damn, Ariana Grande's pretty hot, but I am at Aretha Franklin's funeral, so I better not stare at her. And I am the former president of the United States, and I am sitting in the front freaking row right behind her. It's like he just, you know, he he doesn't know. He doesn't care or something like that. I know, I know, I know he's married to Hillary, but nevertheless, still. (laughs) Still. Still. All right. um, So, as I mentioned, I'm fired up for some NFL football. Uh, next week, but it's all about college. So we went over, I want to go over the games here. We went over tonight's games here. And let, let's get you an update as far as the score, what's going on in that Syracuse uh, game. I got so many damn windows open here, man. Close the freaking window. Keep it down in there. It is right now. Syracuse. And Western Michigan, 17 nothing. Ooh, the Cues came to play. 17 nothing for Syracuse. They've only played seven minutes of the game. They're like, say, they're, they're about nine minutes into the game right now. It's already at 17 nothing for the Cues. But we grabbed that over. We grabbed that over, so I don't mind this start because college teams don't quit, right? And Syracuse won't let up either. So Western Michigan's not going to, you know, it's not like Western Michigan's not going to try to score. So 17 nothing there. We talked about the games we like later tonight. Um, I parlayed Colorado and Stanford. It's minus 170 on a money line parlay. I like the over in the San Diego State-Stanford game. We love the over 52 in Wisconsin and uh, Western Kentucky. I also like... Um, I also like, I don't love, but I also like Western Kentucky plus 37. And we got an extra bonus game here tonight. I see Nevada now laying 28. I just can't do it. Maybe if they post a total later, we'll keep our eye on it. All right, the number's starting to go up now. Let's take a look at Saturday's games. Um, but uh, before we tell you about Saturday's games, let's tell you about those bonuses that you can get. Bet DSI celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. Great customer service. Fast and easy payments. Uh, you can uh, play almost every sport at Best DSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering options on all major sporting events. Bet DSI runs sign-up and deposit promotions year-round. For a limited time, using promo code FNTSY, Bet DSI is offering up to a $2,500 bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code FNTSY and check out BetDSI.com. That's BetDSI.com. Promo code FNTSY. Head over and start winning today. It's the, the college football season's here. And don't forget, once the NFL starts, got real cool stuff. As um, Daily Roto is putting uh, $25,000 cash on the line for its subscribers. So basically, Jeremy Stein, who's uh, one of the only few men in the world ever to have won separate million-dollar-plus prizes uh, from DFS sites, Jeremy Stein will will put the lineups together, going to put $25,000 uh, throughout the season up, 
And each week, they're going to select lucky subscribers to sweat it out, and then you're going to split 50% of the profits. No profits, no worries. Your name gets tossed back into the hat the following week. Head over to dailyroto.com slash sweat and uh, learn how to get in on the action in your share of $25,000. That's dailyroto.com slash sweat. You have to be a um, subscriber of Daily Roto, but why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you want to be? It's like that commercial. You don't argue with more. You want to win? You want to win gambling? You want to win fantasy sports? Well, you get what you pay for in this world. And like Dick Meyer says, you can't beat him. So why not at least play the same damn numbers that he has? I'd rather, you know, I, I don't mind spending a couple of bucks a month to know that, yeah, I have the same information that these millionaire guys have. All right, so as far as the games tomorrow, Florida Atlantic and Oklahoma, the number's up to 73. We've had a little movement in the last hour or so with the total. The, yeah. the point spread's at 20 and a half right now. I like Florida Atlantic. I think they hang around. It's not like the best bet of the century or anything like that. I mean, the wheels could fall off for them, and if Oklahoma starts running the ball down their throat, it could be a problem stopping it. Yet. I think Florida State, I think Florida Atlantic, you know, it used to just be like, you know, the Florida State and Florida, you know, in, in, in the state and Miami. These Florida Atlantics of the world and UCFs, we see it. And, you know, before South Florida. There's so much talent in the state of Florida. You don't have to be Florida State to have, like, speed burners and hell of a football players and a a great team. Lane Kiffin can coach, man. It's amazing to me, too, if you're wondering who the the new offensive coordinator is in Boca Raton. It's um, Charlie Weiss Jr. It's not Charlie Weiss, but Charlie Weiss Jr. So Charlie Weiss, the kid, is actually the new OC here. Last year was Kendall Bryles. And the FAU players were talking. I was reading an interview with them uh, last night, and they were saying how they like the offense better this year. They're like, you know, Kendall Bryles, the tight end said, Kendall Bryles' offense was great. He goes, we scored 40 points a game. But he said it was his offense, and it was basically stand here, do this, do that. And, you know, and he's basically saying it wasn't fun. You know, it sounds crazy, but I think that's what he was getting at. He goes, oh, with Charlie, he goes, we're doing so many this things. And he goes, it's so much simpler. It's easy. It's simplified. And a lot of the FAU players were saying that, that they were thinking too much at the line of scrimmage. You know, it's one thing to have a complicated playbook, but you don't want to like, let the kids go out there and use their skill and not worried about, like, trying to figure things out mentally all the time out there. So, you know, a bunch of FAU guys on offense are all saying that the offense is easier this year, that it's easier terminology, it's just it's easier, they get it, and that it's um, it's just a little bit more unpredictable, they were saying even, and quicker. Lane Kiffin's an offensive and diabolical genius. Now you bring in Charlie Weiss, it's intriguing. They're going to be a good football team. Not my lock, but I do like FAU plus the points. I like the over in that game. We're going to be giving all of our best bets tomorrow. Uh, JN Reports asked about the Nebraska-Akron game earlier, I believe, and total's at 55-and-a-half now. It's climbing. There's going to be points in this game, and honestly, I think you should just lay the 26 here. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, you look, Akron got pasted by 48, man, in that bowl game last year. Nebraska, it's Scott Frost Day in the state. It's his first game back. They're going to want to run the score up if they can, and I think they're going to be able to. I think Akron's going to have a hard time keeping up with that tempo. 
One of my best bets of the day, though, is Northern Illinois. And I know I'm not going to give you all my best bets because I want you to tune into the show tomorrow. But I really like Northern Illinois plus the 10 at Iowa. I've been talking about this game all week, so it's not a surprise. Uh, the only thing I'm surprised, I'm surprised the number really hasn't moved all that much. I keep waiting. Oh, it's going to be nine. It's going to be you know, eight and a half or something. But no, it's sitting at 10. Hey, look, Northern Iowa beat Nebraska last year in Lincoln. Northern Iowa can play with Big Ten teams, all right? Like, Northern Iowa could be a Big Ten team. Not in basketball, but in football. They'd be a lower-tier team, but they can play with them. And they can play with Iowa. Iowa are in a rebuilding mode this year a little bit. I don't think people realize how much um, Iowa are rebuilding. And we got Texas and Maryland. Uh, Texas and Maryland. So I really like Northern Illinois there. Listen, I think Texas are probably going to cover the number here. It's just, it's you know... Let's show it. Show it to us. I want to see it. Prove it to us here with Texas. You know, to me, that's what that comes down to. Can you? Can you know? Now you got to prove it to us. This game also, though, it's at FedEx Field, neutral field, and uh, according to Mark Lawrence's database, this is Mark Lawrence in his playbook. He's got an incredible stat of the week. The incredible stat of the week: Maryland two. 33 and 1 against the spread in its last 36 straight up non conference home or neutral field losses, including 0 and 23 against the spread, their last 23. <laughs> That's right. That's what I said. Maryland is 2 33 and 1 against the spread in their last 36. Straight up non-conference home or neutral field losses, including 0-23. Well, here's a neutral field. So basically, they, if, they, if they don't win, they don't cover. It is a revenge spot for Texas as well. And listen, Maryland is really in a lot of trouble, guys, as we know, with their program right now. So, yeah, Texas should cover the game. Didn't make my top best bets. Uh, UNLV and since UNLV and USC, we've been talking a lot about this game throughout the week, and this game actually does still intrigue me with UNLV. Go fight, win, getting the 26 points. USC, man, they lost their running back. They lost their quarterback, a couple of linemen, wide receivers. USC are sort of in a rebuilding mode. I mean, not rebuild. They're USC. Reload. Yet, they've got big games on deck, man. They're playing the Stanford Cardinal next week. They're playing Texas in Austin the following week. This this is like a glorified scrimmage rehearsal for USC. And this isn't a, listen, man, we better beat these guys by 35 or else, you know, people are going to think we suck. No, no, it's not like that. This is a, listen, let's just survive this game. Let's just get the win. And then we got to worry about Stanford and we got to worry about Texas after this. And conversely, you got UNLV, UNLV is thinking to themselves, we're not going to win this game, but we're coming into Los Angeles, and we play well here in Los Angeles, and that's a um, that's another recruit that'll come here. You know, in the old days, if you know if UNLV goes there and they lose fifty three, you know, fifty two to three, kids are laughing in LA and they're like, "Man, I'd never play for those guys. They're terrible." You know, you go in there with cool uniforms, you're playing in Vegas. You're going to be playing in a new Raider stadium in a couple of years. And you're like, man, we nearly beat USC. Yeah, we only lost by 10. We only lost by 14 at USC. If we had you on our team, maybe we would have won. 
you know, that's that works with kids. Trust me. That works with kids. I think I think UNLV is uh, right here in this football game, right in the mix, man. Give me the plus 26. Money's starting to come in on Auburn right now, guys, as the game is approaching. One of the numbers that baffles me is the fact that Texas Tech is favored against Mississippi. I'm not really sure that a Big 12 team should be favored against an SEC team, especially a lower-tier Big 12 team like this. I'm leaning Mississippi. I think that uh, Tennessee might pull off the upset of the week, actually. I'm not laying a 10 with West Virginia. I think West Virginia are being overvalued and overrated coming into this game. We keep telling you all week we think Liberty could beat Old Dominion outright. Uh, hail to the victor Wolverine. Michigan's going to get it done on the road with Shea Patterson. Better quarterback, better defense. And then we got Louisville and Alabama tomorrow night sitting at 24. I'm tempted by taking Louisville plus the points. I probably will have a little bit of action on it. Oh, that Navy-Hawaii game is going to sail over the number. And I'll tell you what, too. Last week, Hawaii were getting 17. Now it's down to 10. Shout out to my boy Drew Martin for grabbing it at 17 at the window at the Golden Nugget. Now it's down to 10 points. Navy's going to roll them, man. Navy's going to roll them. The game's going to go over the number. We're going to have all of our best bets on the uh, college football show tomorrow, college football today in the morning, 10 o'clock Eastern, right here on the network and all of its affiliates with Joe Lisi, with Rich Sermonello. It's going to be great. Three hours of college football talk. And tomorrow I'm going to check out the uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook out at the Meadowlands and bet uh, bet some of the college games out there. Don't forget, you can get a 50% sign-up bonus over at mybookie.ag. Check out the Prop Builder. they got all kinds of cool stuff going on over at uh, mybookie.ag, especially with the NFL season coming up right now. they got a million and one props and everything else in between. Check out that Prop Builder. And don't forget, you guys got to sign up, man. Fantasy Factor, you got to be a, a player there. $1 million Survivor Contest. $1 million. Don't forget, Fantasy Factor is the only exclusive single-entry uh, DFS site. So if you don't want to worry about playing against all the Sharks and all that, check out Fantasy Factor. $1 million at stake. And as we mentioned, you get a 50% sign-up bonus over at mybookie.ag. Use promo code FNTSY. Thanks to the boys in the booth. Scout Radio coming up. Next with Ronis. Our best bet of the night, Western Kentucky. Wisconsin over 52 San Diego State Stanford over 48 other night you're on your own later